You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Bites, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Hello and welcome to the 211th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hey, this is Matt. Uh, I don't have a good Supreme Court thing this week. Alan in Minneapolis. Okay, let's let's just let's just wind this one back and We're try with that. Take it from the top, guys. Hello and welcome to the 211th podcast of the. Sl- God damn it! See, all right. Hello. Slow. Hello and welcome to the 211th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hey, this is Matt, the flowchart Allen, Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> and this is uh, Spencer, the spreadsheet how in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, my Little old... guy, I like yeah. your flow this week. Yeah, thanks. I got a lot. It's been flowing out of my helmet for six plus hours today. Speaking of flow, we... Yeah. We cry- we didn't go to Duluth. We had a last minute. I talked to my coach, um, who surprisingly my coach has not reached out to me since I've come here to Minnesota. I'm, of course, I'm talking about Jordan Cullen, um, former uh, pro bike racer, if you will. And he, semi-pro? Uh, I semi-pro. Think semi-pro. I'll give him semi-pro. Semi-pro. So instead, we did 107 miles today, but we hit all the old haunts. We did the Gateway to Stillwater. We did Chillicoot. We did Afton up the Cooley. Crushed it. Um, yeah. had some ice cream, uh, mm-hmm. and then we did military trail. We did, I mean, we did all, we, we climbed stuff so, that we weren't supposed to go through. Like they had barricades up and I was like, this is a little guy racing ride. We're going to just transverse this three foot wide, um, mudslide divot. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. So much fun. Sounds good. So Tim, I have a, I have a question where, where did you guys rent the scooters that you were on from and oh. how much did they cost? Burr. Wow. Well, did I you have to stop to fill up the gas tank? <laughs> we did not, but I, I'm telling you that 107 miles. Like I think our average was 16 miles. Yeah, we crushed um, it. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to be making fun of us, going only 16 miles an hour. You guys suck. Nah, then, see, a, but I've a got benefit to having a large UK uh, listener base is that they don't actually know the conversion. Oh wait, do they do miles over there? or Do they do kilometers? They do miles. It's, ah, damn. They're like well, us. They they they're got it. They are making fun of you. I take it. I tried to save you guys, but yeah, uh, they they're definitely making fun of us. But I I will say that um, it was so much fun riding the Greenway today. Uh, I dropped little guy off. I still had because he, he kind of sold me a bag of goods. He was like, Tim, I'm gonna get you over a hundred miles with some buffer. Seven miles of buffer. It sucked the last seven miles. But I was on the Greenway, and after I dropped off little guy, I was going over that Sabo Bridge. You know the bike only suspension bridge. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Guy totally on my wheel the whole way up. And then as soon as we get to the descent, he attacked me. Didn't even say nice. hi, nothing. Rode my wheel through the through the climb and not even a hello when he passed me. Well, it's classic Greenway. It doesn't get any more Greenway than that. No, it does not. <laughs> but I tell you, so much fun. So much fun here uh, riding my bike today on my birthday. 
three-month anniversary since the incident. Uh, things are going great. Nothing could possibly go wrong, especially on this podcast. No, this will be a smooth podcast. In, in fact, nothing has gone this entire week in anything with cycling, um, except Nairo Quintana breaking both of his rims and now already being like a minute five down on Uran and his teammate Landa. I mean, disaster strikes Movistar on day one of the tour. Yeah, I but, mean, yeah, yeah, sort of. But Froome and that other guy that uh, rides for Trek now soon, they, they're they the same. It's okay. Yeah, so, I just, I was just so, a little bummed that they left that, that fast, you know? Now, Sam, uh, Quintana losing a minute, um, I could see where you would be depressed about that. You've been a big Quintana fan for a long time. You've been wanting to see him take the yellow into Paris for as long as I have known who Quintana was. <laughs> now, so are you most depressed? Like, what is... I'm just trying to grasp what it is about losing losing time uh, that's depressing you uh, this time. Like, is it because it's so early in the tour as opposed to a few stages from now when he probably would have lost I was hoping... It? I was hoping he would lose it on stage nine and he would have a really good excuse like, oh, cobbles, you know, but instead Mm -hmm. the excuse is Landa totally probably steering him into a traffic island, which broke both of his rims. And then no one waited for him because they're like, oh, crap, we're 500 meters away from the three kilometers to go sign. And, you know, Landa was so excited when he got into the bus. He's like, (laughs) and then like he came out and he gave that like, I'm sure like, a oh, sorry, sorry, Nairo, like look to him. Whose team is it now? You know, like, and then Nairo's like, Whoa. I mean, but the good news is that there's still a lot of tour left. And now Nairo has a little bit of a cushion to attack. And then is Froome going to respond or not? Because he's going to oh, have yeah. Landa sitting right there. I mean, things are looking good. <laughs> well, he's he's got a little bit of a cushion. That's true. We've got a, a, a team time trial tomorrow. So he should have a very nice cushion after uh, tomorrow's stage. Uh, get, with which to, you know, go hunt in stages. Yeah. I got to say, I am actually looking forward to tomorrow's team time trial more than I ever have in the past. And I think it's because of the chaos that happened on stage run one, because Froome also lost time and Port. So, you know, BMC is going to bring the heavy guns. Then you have Yuran, um, who should have a pretty strong team because Garmin or whatever they're called now is always pretty good in team time trials. But their problem is the whole Lawson Craddock situation. With the devastating crash. I mean, there's a lot. It's kind of exciting. Uh, and Astana lost uh, Sanchez today, so he was a big Did part they? of their team time trial. Uh, yeah, How'd they lose out. him? Uh, he, hit, he hit a traffic island of some kind. It was oh, I missed that. just off of camera. Like, you couldn't quite see what caused it, but, uh, you know, he hit a curb. That's- I will say I am a... Sanchez is out, and then same with um, um, Sagabu Gourmet of uh, Trek Segafredo. Yep. So they also, um, were they in the same crash? No, um, there was not a crash uh, uh, for for Sabo. Um, I, I do not know how to pronounce that name, but uh, he yeah. just had some tummy troubles. He's been having tummy troubles uh, for a while. Uh, been a big complaint on the Trek bus from what I hear. Um it's been really destroying uh, the small restrooms in there. And uh, <laughs> it finally just got the better of him in the middle of stage two. And he had to uh, uh, that's so, had to retire. I was hoping for great things because, 
as we'll go over in a little bit, one of the Velo name Velo um, games names that was one of my favorite was Grey May Quan the Chef. It was pretty good. Ah. Yeah. So anyway, I and that's from Tom McQuillan. But looking at the results of the the tour going in, Sagan wins today, Gaviria yesterday. So we're already up on our buy sell of Quick Step winning multiple stages. I mean, they didn't even wait. They wasted no time with Gaviria taking the win. Um, so yeah, pretty, uh, pretty exciting first two days. I would say, uh, Sagan with the win, um, today over Sonny Cabrelli, who would have thought, you know, like, like where's Cavendish? Oh, 30th place or whatever, you know, like so far back, um, at least on stage one. I mean, it's, oh, he got 35th. So he got 36th, the first stage, 35th, the second stage. I don't think there's enough stages in this race for him to make it up. Um, to the, so I'm not actually sure how many there are. I know these week races are long, but I know the tour is is something that you know we spike in our listenership. So we've got to you know give some shout outs where shout outs are due. There's a really good Instagram account that everyone needs to be checking out. Ruby Rubey. It's one of our uh, longtime listeners, and he is taking a ton of photos on Instagram of as he's following the race. He he go, travels around France watching the race. Um, it's some great stuff. We've also, um, you know, we got a friend of the podcast, Tom Skunes, that's in the race. Um, Trek Sega Fredo has been putting out some good social media uh, where where he's, uh, you know, present in a lot of it. They were getting some new headphones, and he was very excited about his new headphones, like Christmas morning, I think, is what he uh, said. So, yeah, it's good to be news. able to listen to the Slow Ride podcast in crystal clear mm-hmm. quality. That's right. And I think the only downside, um, besides, the Nairo incident and Movistar, you know, the plans going a, a, a wayward on the first stage um, is that Velo Games, one of our favorite talking points, is not happening. They got a cease and desist letter from what it sounds like, and yeah. they're not able to put it together. Miraculously, at the same time that they get the cease and desist letter, Tour de France and Velon announce that they have fantasy cycling going for the tour this year in what appears to be the first time that they've ever done it. I know that's NBC weird. sports did it in the past, but it's a little weird and some other cycling, you know, it's just, it's, it's a little strange. Poor Velo games. One of our favorite sites. We had well over 200 entries into the competition. We had a great prize from the Alma GP. We're going to work on them giving out uh, some kind of prize. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out how it's going to work, but someone from the slow ride podcast is going to cash in, at the Alma GP in the middle of the mitten for free race entry and uh, hotel. We'll figure yeah, it out. We'll figure it out. I don't know how we're going to work uh, this. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Everybody just write in now, on the 21st stage what your team was, and uh, we'll just go with the best team. Well, let's, let's get a little bit into the teams real quick. Now, I had my team, and Spencer, you were just crapping all over my team, but... Oh, Velo yeah. Games allows you to take nine squad members, and I had nine squad members. I fun. had the entire Movistar team, all eight of them, and then I was, you know, I needed an extra. I needed, I needed a ninth person to fill out the team. I needed someone that would fit on the team bus that could just really just navigate the the internal struggle that is the Movistar team um, at this tour. And sure. I did it. I found a little known rider. Not very well known uh, outside of the cycling circles, but someone that can definitely win a stage here at the Tour de France. Of course, I'm talking about Thies Benut. Oh, this squad 
cost me only 88 points. <laughs> I had 12 <laughs> points in the bank because I didn't need them. Wow. And I'm going to tell you guys, I would have crushed it. You are so lucky Velo Games is gone. I had all of Movistar. I had all five of their team leaders. I had a couple support staff because I needed the budget. And then I had um, T. Spanut for icing on the so, cake. It was it was a pretty interesting uh, plan of attack there, Tim. I, I gotta I I do acknowledge your creativity. I didn't realize you had twelve points left over in the end. Uh, I think you could have dumped Rojas and picked up Sagan and had maybe a perfect team. But <laughs> as it is, with your sprinter being Rojas, you are pulling a classic little guy and not respecting the sprinter, and uh, definitely gonna fail to mm. my team, which. I got to say, great minds might think alike, Tim, but for some reason, we also did. Uh, because I tried to pick as many Skyriders as I could, aside <laughs> aside from Froome, because I knew Froome was off limits. But I said, you know what? There's a good chance uh, Thomas is going to be right up there, and all these other guys are going to get the helper points. So I had Kiyokowski. I had Bernal, who was going to win the white, I'm sure. I had Castroveo. Uh, uh, um and then I also was able to pick up Quintana, Cavendish, Berghart, and Sagan uh, to round out a very solid team. So uh, you guys are probably lucky that Vela Game shut down. It's possible that Little Guy hacked into the mainframe and shut it down himself yeah. uh, because he realized he wasn't going to pick a sprinter. And he well, didn't no. He did. In fact, I'm looking at his the tabs on his. Um, oh wait, no, that's not tabs. That's just a Netscape browser. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, and oh, um, it still oh, works. Oh, he's logging into Prodigy. Hold that's it. That's how he's get busting into the uh, Velo Games uh, user mm-hmm. experience. Um, a quick update before we get to little guy's team is uh, there's a post now on the Velo Games front page that uh, the legal issue has been swiftly and amicably resolved. Should okay. you wish to enter a fantasy team in this year's Tour de France, please do so at the fantasy.latour.fr. So it seems that, you know, it probably did come. I'm just going to assume the cease and desist came from the tour yeah, and ASO. Sure. Definitely. Um, and George, the, the the individual that dedicates so much of his time to our enjoyment at Velo Games, uh, you know, is at least out of the legal woods. Um, but I hope that we do get to uh, continue to have some fundraising on there. But that, that is good to see. Now, little guy. How would you have possibly beat Capital City Meets in the uh, the tour? And Spencer, what was your uh, aptly named uh, team? Uh, mine has been uh, equal payout now, presented by live streaming. Ever since uh, Abby made fun of my previous team name, <laughs> what was the old team name? Right? The Slow Ride Pod I, B for Slow, B team. Slow Ride Podcast B team. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. I think is appropriate. Now but... Kobo rules as little guy's team. Yep, or co- something about Kobo. Uh, he's a buffalo. So who'd you have? I well, I want to tell you guys I had a really great team, but truthfully, I hadn't picked a team yet. I was waiting till the very last minute, and I <laughs> logged on to Velo Games on was that Thursday night, and I went, oh, there's no Velo Games. I was probably gonna go with uh, Alawanti, and then maybe Thomas <laughs> Degent as my wild uh-huh. card. I figure that would get so- me fifty points, and I could because Velo Games lets you roll the points over, right? They're like rollover minutes or whatever that used to be. No, no, I don't think so. No, I, really? Because I would my here's my plan. I had this long term plan. I was going to save money at the Giro and the Tour, and then I was going to have like six hundred points to spend at the Volta, and just really uh-huh. crush you guys. Do you think? Like uh, Kyle do you think Vela Games will be back for the Volta? Yeah. Well, shit. It's an ASO event. 
No, probably because, not then. So if it is, I hate ASO. What if we add a new twist to our own personal Vela Games uh, competition, where for every, let's say for every point under one hundred, we 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 save, we get an extra like thousand points or whatever, five hundred points oh, or something okay. at the end yeah, to yeah. encourage us to build the best cheap team that we can. Yeah. That'd be a good challenge. That's a good idea. I, I, I kind of like this idea. I think for long term we can do that. Um, let's um, if we ever do it again, yeah. So, I, so little guy didn't pick a team, right? Now uh, that's let, unfortunate. Let, let's continue on the Jura, or sorry, the uh, the tour wagon before we get into Jura Rosa, Jura Rosa, excuse me. Yep. Um, in the Velo Games League that we did create, there we had a lot of people that transferred over uh, to join in on the fun. But going into the tour, we got we got we're two stages down. Not much. Very little. Are you guys still... Where are you at on the buy-in sell of Chris Froome winning the Tour de France, Spencer? Uh, I still think that's a buy. Still a buy? How about yeah. you? I mean, buy, I okay. think it's still a buy. Um, all right. I'm, I'm just curious if like you guys are... Do you think that Froome will be getting the jersey quickly over this team time trial, or do you think it's going to go to port? Uh, I don't think it's going to go to port, Froome, or Quintana until the last <laughs> week now. Really? I think it's going to... Bounce around, uh, like around. I mean, interesting. Even if one of those three wins, um, you know, which are the favorites, air quotes, because um, Port, what Port, but um, I, I really hope we get some second tier GC guys trading the jersey, and we kind of have, uh, kind of a eighty nine tour like a Pedro Delgado missing the start time, <laughs> hemorrhaging a minute or two minutes or whatever, and so we've got. Port, Port Froome and Quintana having to really attack while other guys can kind of play it safe maybe for a while. All I don't right. know. All right. And then, uh, Spencer, anything as far as the actual racing goes, are you – you're like, hey, it's too early. We don't need to talk about it. It, it is too early. Uh, I think the tour, you know, we're in those first nervous stages. Stages We're seeing a bunch of crashes. Um you know, it's kind of normal. Like we kind of forget how many little crashes there are in the tour um, because everybody's kind of freaking out. Um, and we're so surprised by it on stage one and stage two every year. But God, I do ridiculous. think, unfortunately, Firm will take uh, yellow in this time trial, in this team time trial, and he will just hold it uh, for the majority of the remaining stages, okay. uh, which is why I selected so many Skyriders <laughs> for, for my Vela Games team. All right, so now now the next question: Do you um, so th- so that's the actual racing? We're you know we're not the best progn- prognosticators there, but the other big story that's coming out in the first two days that's that's filling my timeline is the Battle of Lost and Craddock not giving up um, after a catastrophic crash where on stage one where he yeah. took um, a shiner and I believe stitches above his eyebrow, yep. and then he's also got a broken Fractured. scapula. Yeah. Um, which is going to be, uh, you know, I remember it. It's cause where it's where Dracula would go bite. It's like kind of your shoulder Dracula's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the scapula, he finished today. He is in the lantern rouge, um, you know, on, uh, in, currently at the back, but watching the stage today, he kind of surfed the cars a little bit, kind of hung in the back. And it sounds like the biggest pain that is happening is when he is breaking. So when he's breaking and it's like sudden breakings where he's putting all that weight onto the shoulder as your body thrusts forward, as your bike is stopping underneath you. So sure. 
the team came back to help him a bunch today. Uh, great to see. I hope he finishes uh, the tour. I haven't seen courage like this since Tyler Hamilton in the 2004 <laughs> Tour de France when he oh, broke his collarbone. I was going to say um, Talansky, the cry-on stage. That was, yeah, but, yeah, but that was oh, good. yeah, the Talansky, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about Talansky. He's doing the Ironman now. Yeah, but, we um, can't talk about him on the podcast so, anymore. That was as much as we were allowed so to Lawson do. Craddock, number 13, the unlucky number 13. Does he have it upside down? He has it upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, Spencer, you, you um, and you have anything to add about Lawson Credit? Uh, what's happening there? No, I mean, I um, no, I don't have much to say. Um, be careful in the feed zone, kids. It's a, it's a crazy place. Yeah, you just got your friends in the feed zone reading a book, and like they don't really care. <laughs> so, uh, uh, moving on to other news, Chris Froome. Since we're always topical, we we always know what's happening in the world of cycling. In fact, we record a podcast 24 hours before Chris Froome is cleared of all charges of his <laughs> albuterol case. Um, and then Team Sky does a wonderful job of PR oh, where yeah. they release an, a, a mountain of data. Data so important that Richie Port is quoted as saying, the Sky data dump is fake news. Little guy, on our six and a half hour ride today, you were even talking a little <laughs> bit about Chris Froome's data. Mm-hmm. Well, it, everything about it feels like people are freaking out about how thorough f- Sky is. And who? why would anyone be surprised about that? You guys think feel like this is just like, oh, wow, Froome has a nutritionist. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought that he thinks about what he eats? It's yeah. not news. It's just obvious. If you're a professional cyclist you don't just eat whatever and you try to lose weight and you, then you try to eat a lot. Like, Not me. I ate a bunch of ice cream today. Felt good. My nutritionist well, didn't say anything bad about it. But that's because we're going for power. We're not going for weight <laughs> here. You know, we're, you were trying to hurt me on the flats, not on the hills. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay, so you know, we have the Sky data dump. Spencer, did, the, did that mean anything to you? Or are you just like a hey, classic Team Sky managing the, uh, the well, news? I got to be honest, I'm I'm still only 74 pages into the 1,500 pages of documents that they released, so I don't believe I can fully comment, uh, you know, make yeah. an educated comment on this uh, case yet, but uh, you'll have my ruling uh, soon enough. Uh, I, I heard some BBC folks talking about it, and it was the most ridiculous pro-British bias crap I've ever heard, and they just were... <laughs> fawning over how amazing it was that that team sky thought about what they were doing you're like yeah no shit every team does this and then they tried to make it out like sunweb's not doing this they're not thinking about what what dumoulin's eating like yeah i'm pretty sure they are they had that problem last year where he took a dump in the middle of the race i'm pretty sure they spent a lot of time thinking about what he eats now before the race like if for nothing else than that two-minute dump on the side of the road that almost lost him a grand tour maybe shouldn't happen ever again hey like bare minimum let's not eat chili before the stage tom it's just bare minimum i like bare it. minimum bare yeah. like it Spencer, have you uh, yeah. noticed anything in the first couple of days, maybe new team kits or anything that fashion of cycling, we are the number one cycling news source, anything that sticks out to you as far as just the tour is a little different this year, new team kits, uh, I haven't really noticed anything. No, I haven't noticed anything. Uh, I mean, Seems just guy. normal tour stuff. I've, I've just been, you know, catching the uh, 
the the coverage on on the old TV. You know, having a whale of a time just uh, watching the old whale of a time watching the old uh, school of fish style peloton swimming okay, along well, the roads of France. Um, I'm picking up something here. I, I'm I'm picking up a uh, you know an aquatic theme to your to your answer. I'm. You know, you're you're uh, you're kind of just ah. you're, it's you're like you're fishing for a comment from me, and uh, you're I, you're, I, you're getting into the seaweeds a little bit there too. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, what do you got for me? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, but I'm hooked here. So, yeah. You know. Oh, <laughs> Team Sky has a uh, brand new kit for the tour. Uh, a lot of teams will will do that. They'll bust out something new and exciting for the tour. And Sky, uh, following the school of fish uh, along. Mm. Have uh, have done that. They've got this whole like black and white kind of get up. Usually their kit is white or black, and now it's black and white um, for ocean ocean research. And they've got this big orca uh, killer whale on the back. Uh, so you actually do get the sense of a little school of fish there when they see them from the helicopter shot. Is there like a good blowhole joke that we can talk about with Chris Froome and his subbuterol? Potentially. Probably all right. somewhere. So, all right, new new team Sky uh, whale kits, a whale of a good time uh, for sure. Um, and then I think that the other uh, uh, main thing from the tour is takeaway is that uh, Peter Sagan uh, silenced all critics today, right? Like um, Tinkoff is is right now going, yeah, you know the guy, the kids got it. You know he's able to win everything. It was a pretty dominating uh, win today. So, anyway, pretty uh, yeah. pretty cool. The tour the tour's on. Velo Games is off. But um, is there uh, anything else you guys want to talk on tour or riders? Anything before no, we move on? I think it's a little early. Well, we'll, we'll know soon. I mean, I, I was watching the coverage today. I know you guys are out on your uh, epic uh, ride, so you probably didn't catch the uh, the live coverage. But no. uh, I was just watching it on normal old NBCSN. Uh, so I was stuck with Phil and Paul as commentators. Uncle Phil and Uncle Paul. Great guys. Mm-hmm. Love yep. them. Love them at the yep. barbecue. Oh, yeah. Um, so they were out and uh, and they were, you know, pulling all the old classics out of the hat. Um, and uh, it got me thinking. I, I feel like, and this could be controversial. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to offend any of our listenership. Tread lightly here, because uh, you know in that slow ride podcast Facebook zone, they're going to be going nuts on us if, if you. If it's you, it's if true, you but them. are you going to quote th- Phil and Paul? Think, Is that the controversy? No, I think it's time that cycling as a whole, as a community, as a worldwide community, lays down the law and bans the uh, the UK from creating nicknames for riders going forward. Mm. Just because they add like a Y, like Froomey, yeah, things like it's, that. It is. It's mostly the Froomey and the Swifty, uh, but also uh, a favorite of uh, of Phil's today was Jack uh, uh, Bauer. No, um, what's his name? Bowrich. Uh, who who they called Turbo Durbo? Oh, Turbo Durbo. Yeah, I kind of like that one because it feels very eighties. Like you'd have a car. It'd say Durbo on the side rather than uh, Turbo. Luke Durbridge, yeah. Luke so. Durbridge, yeah. Um, right. I I just got to thinking about it, and they, they mentioned Turbo Durbo a bunch of times, and I was just yearning for the days of, of the Lion King and the Cricket and the Cobra and the Cobbler. And uh, uh, Cobbler, rest in peace. I was, I was expecting Marcel Cyberg to suddenly just decide to drop out <laughs> 
12 hours before the start and then due to family emergency or some kind of random and then adam hansen comes out fully kit kitted up ready to go um yeah but yeah so oh, oh hey guys Hans- i just happen to have a hotel down the street from the start yeah. what's unbelievable um <laughs> the the main takeaway I'll, I'll also say the coolness of the tour before we move on um, is Johan Yo- Johan Ofredo was looking pretty awesome in the breakaway the other day, yeah. and then his antics on the podium on the stage when he came out early uh, was, was pretty great. So there's a great picture of him coming out like, "Hey you guys, like remember me?" Yeah, um, yeah I used to be. So so that was pretty cool. I hope. Um, so in honor of Velo Games totally um, getting railroaded by the ASO. Uh, mm-hmm. Abby Mickey, uh, co-host of the podcast, came up with a great idea of why don't we do a Juro Rosa contest with our Velo Games listeners? And we had a bunch of people signed up, followed us over to the code. We are all yep. in. Um, now my team is not doing so hot right away. Dave LeBlanc, LeBlanc of Team Go on Fund Me is uh, doing extremely <laughs> well. In fact, he is in first place overall in the Jura de Rosa contest on Velo Games. Like he is absolutely tearing it up. So congratulations okay. to uh, Dave LeBanc for doing that. Um, but I got to admit, as I was creating the team, I realized how uneducated I am on women's cycling, and it's so much fun to watch. And my team, I felt, was going to be okay, right? So I obviously went for my own Cervella, Bigla, um, uh, and Movistar uh, racers that I'm fond of. But okay. as soon as I added um, you know, a lot of the Poso and uh, Mulman uh, Pasio of uh, uh, Cervella Bigla. The next step, my third rider, I just did Control F and typed in Klein. Did the to same see if thing. Lisa Klein was uh, there? And I know sure. little guy, you did the same thing. Did the same thing after I went through uh, a couple, a handful of women that I knew, and then I was like, let's check for Klein. Nope, no Klein. Yeah, kind of, and and Damn. she's not there. She's not in the race. It was a little disappointing. Um, but she's probably the still racing, recovering. And then uh, Spencer, you put together a team and little guy. So uh, uh, little guy, I'm beating you, and Spencer, you're definitely beating uh, me way high up. But um, early days, just just like yeah, the I'm tour, a, man. It's early I'm on days. The, I'm on the wide angle podium here. I think. Yeah, it's you are, but um, you know, I think that overall, it it's great to watch. I've been following this race because the Velo Games coverage a lot more. So maybe ASO should listen to that because now all of a sudden I'm reading all of the updates on the Giro de Rosa, and. Yeah. Uh, the biggest uh, was the biggest stage race for women, and it's uh, basically the the Italian Giro or the Giro d'Italia for uh, women. It's fantastic to watch, and um, so yeah, it's been uh, pretty cool to see. So, what what else do you have to add on the uh, racing that's happened so far, Spencer? Uh, on the racing, uh, I don't know. There's there's been um, uh, live uh, up not live coverage, but uh, pretty good updates uh, that you can find online um i feel like it's i don't have it in front of me i feel like it's eurosport or maybe it's the bbc that's doing like a 45 minute uh recap of the day um so that's pretty pretty significant um that you can find should be floating around out there somewhere i don't know you're gonna have to google around but um but yeah it looks like it's been good racing so far we're three stages in Um, first stage was a team time trial one by team sudden web and mm-hmm. then you've uh, you basically got five flat stages until you get to the mountains on stage six, and then a uh, hilly time trial on stage seven, and then you go into um, so it's ten stages long, um, should be a, a a good race all the way through. That time mm-hmm. trial is, you know, it's hilly, but it's pretty much just uphill the entire way. I mean, it's yeah. not just you know, it, it's it's going to be a grinder. 
Um, yeah. It reminds me a lot of today's ride with little guy, you mm. know, just like suffering the whole way. It's climb well, after climb after 15K climb. 15K of just uphill. I got to say, um, I'm feeling good about my team. I think uh, I think the squad uh, is mostly performing. We had a few uh, who haven't really seen the points uh, totals yet, but uh, I think they'll come around. I, uh, I've been paying careful attention to Abby Mickey when she's on our show uh, talking about women's racing. And I feel educated, and I think my uh, my fifth place currently uh, speaks to that. So uh, I think we're going to try and get her back on the pod uh, maybe next week and uh, yeah. to give us an yeah. update on the Giro Rosa. Um, hopefully I remember to message her. Otherwise, this will be the announcement to her that she's coming on next week. Probably <laughs> where too. she'll hear it first. Um, but yeah, <laughs> well, that would so be- we'll, we'll look forward to that. You know what we'll just do is like uh, one of the last times we had her on when she wasn't planning on being on and I just called her on Skype and she thought she should be on. So she got on. That's a, then, that was a that was a pretty good behind the scenes. That was a good moment. trick. Now, yeah. in, um, just, just call her randomly and make her think she forgot that she was supposed yeah, to be on. Let's get, uh, she didn't. It was our fault. <laughs> we'll get Abby on, talk a little bit more about the Giro de Rosa. Hopefully next week uh, we'll have some more Giro talk. Or sorry, tour talk as well. Um, before we get into the prem lap, I do want to quick give a quick shout out to some of the best team names that we had in the Velo games that went away. Um, I think that we're going to allow Abby to pick uh, one more winner in the best team name competition of of the the Velo games uh, tour contest, and then we will give away that Banjo Brothers deluxe bag that we had from the uh, the Juro. So um, it'll be pretty uh, pretty cool to see. So we have Matthew Vanderhoo. From uh, Eric Jorgensen, um, we have uh, decent Eric decent. Puff Puff Pass from Dennis P. Vanigan's Toolbox from Paul Soldo. I like and it. Th- that that's, went. That's a winner. Yeah. That went straight for little guy's heart. Um, yeah. Hey, if you win, uh, Paul, I'll take a picture of my Vanigan toolboxes for you and send it to you. Uh, <laughs> toolboxes. Have... It's supposed to be plural. You need more than one. RT yeah. RT had uh, entered with Chris Klein and American Treasure. Also going for our heart. We have Full Metal Racket from Jack Danvers. I kind of like that, you know, little Stanley, Stanley Kubrick um, uh, j- jokes in there as well. The Tour de France should be in the Olympics. Um, <laughs> Kevin Bouchard Hall. Uh, classic. God, I loved like it. That. Of course, we talked about the takes a nation, nation of millions to hold us back from Adam A. We have the lung, Lungs of Anarchy from Sonic Froom. George Hincampy from uh, Stu Foster. And Classic. I, I believe this is my favorite. Wow, wow, that's the sound of the police. And police is spelled P-O-E-L-I-C-E, like wow, uh, poles. Like, like, uh, yeah. And uh, Sun from Sunny and uh, Scar. So great stuff. And Zach Andrews also got the most likes on her um, on our Facebook page with "If the inhaler don't fit, you must acquit." And uh, there you have it, our greatest entries into the uh, Velo Games uh, team name. God, I really hope that that's what it came down to is they, the UCI trib- Tribunal or whatever had Froom hold the inhaler up to his mouth and he puckered his lips and he's like, it doesn't fit. It, I can't <laughs> hey, get my mouth yeah. around this inhaler. Whose inhaler is this? <laughs> and with that- I mean, team, team Sky literally did do the, the Chewbacca defense from from south park didn't they i don't remember what the chewbacca <laughs> difference from south park is uh, tim take off your shirt let's see what it is <laughs> oh zing tim's hairy 
Just gonna, you're just gonna have to Google that one, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure right. it's on YouTube. Right. It's uh, well, let's finish this podcast up so I can watch South Park. It's a significant uh, legal strategy, though. What up? This is Thomas Koyinch, and you're listening to this low ride. That was one heck of a bell ringing. Speedy. I mean, we must be racing for a lot this week because I know yeah. we have a brand new sponsor and we have continuing support once again from ShredScienceNutrition.com. We've talked about it the last few weeks. Spencer, how is it yeah. coming along? You are a guinea pig from the nutritionists. Are you going to be releasing the data of what you were doing yeah. on your way to Shawamigan? You've set up your goals. You've got with the nutritionists. Yep. You've answered the questions. You're getting graded. How have your grades been the last few weeks? Yeah. Tell us a little bit. I expect a data dump the day before Schwamigan, so we know this is all on the up and up, Tim. See, yeah. the, the great thing about the data dumps now is I know exactly what's in there, like the information <laughs> contained within. So, um, you know, that is that is one of the benefits of uh, ShredScienceNutrition.com. They don't actually tell you that one in the brochure. Um but uh, no, that is a joke. Mostly, uh, Shred Science Nutrition, what they're going to do and what they've been doing for me is setting you up with a nutrition plan, giving you a, uh, a comprehensive plan, uh, a, a, a path to follow, uh, if you will, following your macronutrients, your protein, your carbohydrates, and your fat. And, uh, and you just you, you have a daily goal to hit or a limit to hit. Uh, to stay under, uh, depending on your, um, you know, your personal goals and uh, and current body uh, situation. So for mm-hmm. me, I'm trying to add uh, a bunch of protein uh, because I am a vegetarian, so I don't get enough, and I'm trying to cut uh, down on the carbohydrates because that is, mm. you know, the All easy right. way out for most of us. Tim, write so, this down. We're, we're getting this, a key into his training plan for I mean, in here. That is a, this is going to help with a, the sabotage. I mean, the, the tips we're going to send him. This is going to help with the tips yeah. we're going to send him. <laughs> this is a, this is a high level view. What you're going to get is actually drilled down like actual numbers. Like, um, and, and I mean, it is, it's, it's not hard. But you do have to pay attention. You do have to be uh, a little analytical of what you're doing. You do have to read the labels on things. And, uh, you know, I got a food scale so I can uh, make sure things are uh, up to snuff. Um, And you just record all that. You drop it in a spreadsheet. And once a week, I send it off uh, to my coach there at shredsciencenutrition.com. And she reviews it and lets me know. uh, You know, honestly, I've I've sent in my my, uh, spreadsheet two times now, two weeks in, I'm on week three right now. And, uh, both times I was kind of cringing, like, uh, waiting, waiting for the hammer to drop, um, to be like, look, bro, you're, you're, you're not doing, you're not doing good enough. I need you to buckle down. But, uh, both times I've gotten my response and it's, it's been very positive. It's been like, this is awesome. You're, you're doing great. You're on the right track. Like I can see the trends moving in the right direction. Keep it up. And here are some more tips to help you out. It's been super positive. It's been very reinforcing. Like that part has Good. probably impressed me the most, uh, aside from like second only to how 
actually good I'm feeling. Um, you know, I've, I've told you before, I'm feeling like I have more energy. I feel like I can just a little more pep in the step, a little more uh, crank, a little more torque in the cranks, you know? Like, Zoot in the toot? A little more toot in the dude. Wow. <laughs> so... How do you? How does someone sign up? Like what? Like what's the next step for our listeners? Because for three weeks now that you've been talking, you know, you've almost got me wanting to sign up for this. I, and I'm a skeptic. I'm a big time skeptic, right? Honestly, um, you should. It's it's easy. You go to shredsciencenutrition.com. Uh, you can read through the program there, kind of get more information, the FAQs, and you can just uh, shoot an email. It's like send, you know, ask some questions if you have any. Get in touch with them. Or uh, where you can purchase a program right there, um, three month program, six month program, and and beyond. Um, it is that simple. Um, I'm doing it. I know Bill from Crosshairs Radio is doing it as well. Um, he interviewed Carrie uh, from Shred Science uh, back on episode 92. If you want to get a lot more info on it, um, that is a good place to go. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm over. I don't know. You guys are riding 100 miles today, and that's all fine and good. But uh, I'm getting mm, a better power good. to rate ratio. I've mm. I'm improving my body composition. Right. I'm getting rid of the body fat, getting lean, getting cut. I am uh, I'm improving my race intensity, uh, improving my energy. So, you guys, you know, I can I can put the miles into, and uh, and I'm gonna have this edge on you. So I'm looking forward to Schwamigan. I gotta say. Well, we'd like to thank ShredScienceNutrition.com yeah. for their continued support of the Slow Ride podcast and follow along um, as, as as Spencer continues his guinea pig mm-hmm. um, yeah. movement. Now, no, I'll, I'll be checking back in. And uh, I just I just want to remind everybody that I know we're Tour de France is here right now, but cross is coming. You've got yeah. time. If you want to be flying for cross season, now is the time to sign up for ShredScienceNutrition.com. All right. And we have a... Brand new sponsor this week to the Slow Ride Podcast. I'm very excited about this one. So um, brand new Grimper Brothers Coffee has joined on, and they have created a wide-angle podium blend called the Full Schleck, and it is ready to roll. Yes. So just go to bit.ly slash WAPBeans, and you can get some full Schleck coffee. And here's the here's the crazy thing about like Grimper it. Brothers Coffee. I've, I've heard great things. Is that they actually roast the coffee the week that they send it to you? So they ha- they take the orders up until Sunday at nine p.m., but then they roast the coffee on Monday and Tuesday, so you have it the following Saturday. That's fresher than the can of Folgers that you're buying in the aisle at the uh, local Kroger. Definitely, definitely like fresher this is, than the coffee I had today. Yeah, get some Grimper Brothers WAP blend, the full Schleck. It is awesome. One pound bag, proceeds directly go to us. And once again, it's bit.ly slash WAP beans. We're going to post this on our social media. We're going to also post it um, in our uh, uh, show notes that you can uh, see as well on the uh, uh, the old iTunes. And here's just some basic things about the um, full Schleck blend. So this one comes from Guatemala in the, yep. it's the Flor del Rosario. And it's uh, the, the region is Coban Alta Verapaz, Guatemala. That Guatemala blend. Nailed it. Yep. I heard nothing but nothing but good things. About no, this is a this is a good light roast. Uh, it should be good for your mornings uh, when you're trying to ease into your day, uh, Tim. I know you're not a big coffee drinker, but uh, I think you'll like I'm, this one. I'm getting into it though. Like you guys know this, right? I've started drinking. Oh so wow! The, uh, <laughs> everyone's talking about it all the time. I thought I'd join in. 
So the the tasting notes we have here from Grimper Brothers on this one uh, that they created for us uh, are chocolate, caramel, orange, and then it's rich and full bodied. So this is this is going to be a mm. nice smooth drinking coffee uh, to help you ease into your day. Uh, so yeah, Tim Tim pretty much nailed it. Um, go to uh, go to bit.ly slash WAP beans. That'll take you straight to the Grimper Brothers uh, site. You can also just go to GrimperBrothers.com and find the, the wide angle beans, the full schleck and, uh, and check it out. Uh, we'd appreciate the sport. Uh, they'd appreciate the sport. It helps everybody on the network out. Yeah. It's gonna be great. And they're I, nice folks. I, yeah. I met them when we were in Louisville, me and Spencer yep. went and met them there and, um, they're really nice. Well, we're yep. stoked to uh, have that. So uh, I think that's one hell of a prem lap we had this week. Uh, ShredScienceNutrition.com and now Grimper Brothers. Go to bit.ly slash WAPBeans to get your very own wide-angle podium full Schleck blend coffee. Hey, let's not forget to thank the Wide-Angle Podium Network and all the other great shows on the Wide-Angle Podium Network, especially Bike Shop Cross, because I have a question for them, and I hope they answer it. Okay. I really like you guys. I hope you answer it. Master links. Is there a better master link? Like, what's the best master link? Because I've been thinking about this. I, I've bought m- many different chains. Some of the master links are really hard to get off, and you need that irritating tool. And some come off really easily. You guys notice? Like, some of these are super easy to get off. Tim, you haven't noticed this. I have Spencer, no idea what you're talking. You know about. what I'm yeah. talking about? Some you can get off really easy with your hand and. What what I want to know mostly from Bike Shop Cross is the, the brands that are easy to get off without a special tool. Have you guys seen any problems with those? They are experts, Let's so see, they are going to be able to answer this. Like with That's, problems with the Masterlinks, because I've never had a problem with any of these Masterlinks, and it kind of makes me wonder, why would I ever buy one of these brands that I have to have a special tool and sure. fight with it for 10 minutes when... Um, some of these ones you can pull your chain off so easily and you know drop it in a vat of maybe like biodiesel you brew in your own garage and cleans up real nice as mm-hmm. everybody does right so sure that's my question explain master links to me why are there so many designs it's probably just because of copyrights and patents well see now like the, the thing, thing. I, I I know exactly what you're saying, little guy, is that uh, some of them are are so tough to get off, and some of them are easy. And at the time, you feel very appreciative when you have an easy one. Yeah. And then that little voice in the back of your head starts saying, "Why that was too easy? So easy? Yeah. Yeah. How could this you have think... just come off at any time?" That's that's so. a thing that pops into my head when. I'm grinding up a climb in a mountain bike race and I yeah. realize I'm completely cross geared and I'm like in the big ring and I'm in the small, <laughs> you know, it's like totally cross geared in the big ring. And I think, well, this isn't good. And if I try to shift now, I'm going three miles an hour and my cadence is 50 RPMs. Is that master link going to explode? <laughs> Probably. That super easy to get off master link. Um, uh, so I just so- don't understand. It's, it feels like a, just a weird world I know nothing about. So, well, tell that, me, like Shop Cross. All these questions and more uh, are answered weekly at Bike Shop CX on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Fantastic show. One of the many we have. 
It is a great show, and I can't wait to listen to 45 minutes of a master link conversation. Uh, you guys, do 15 minutes, Tops. Keep keep Tim involved. Maybe sprinkle it with shiny objects in the middle. <laughs> like, talk about a little master link, and then go, squirrel. And then go, like, whoa, is that shiny? It'll keep them entertained. And, and then all of us that are there for, like, the deep tech dive will be interested. All right, let's get back to the show. remember it and uh yeah enjoy your star ride podcast let's do it tim you got any emails this week we did have one come along and it is from sam fireball and uh i'll read i'll read it to you very briefly it's a pretty good email it's uh viva lavello games a lesson electronic hoarding Always open up everything in a new tab and never, ever close them or restart your PC. Do this and you may find a blue screen of death or that although an awesome cycling fantasy league that you were finally going to partake in had a team and had got even gotten some friends to join, got shut down by the ASO. Presumably, all is not lost because in your array of web pages, there is a list of all the riders, points, and classes associated with them and yet another tab of the rules and scoring breakdown of the league. Attached is a list of riders, and basically, Sam hooked us up with the rules and the setup of it. So then that gets into the conversation that our three teams, we could actually, well, little guy once again didn't partake, but Spencer and I, we can actually calculate who has a better team by the end because Sam is creating a spreadsheet, and he might be able to pass that spreadsheet over to us, and then we can put our teams in it. I like your work, man. As somebody who currently has 14 tabs about Vanigans open on his desktop, (laughs) <laughs> I'm with you. Good work. <laughs> That's good. So anyway, Sam, thanks for the email. We always appreciate people emailing us at slowridepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, let's get back uh, to the actual um, topics of discussion because one of the main ones that got hit to us many times over the week is that the new Klein Madone. Oh, sorry about that. That's a uh, little typo <laughs> in our notes. That's the new Trek Madone in the Klein Colors has made an appearance Spencer, you were the first one, I believe, to see it before you sent it over to us. Um, mm-hmm. Are you in line to go get a Trek Madone in the Klein paint job? I would be, for sure. Uh, it, it's a it's a pretty awesome looking bike, I gotta say. I'm, I'm not always the biggest fan of the massive uh, aero-tubed bicycles, but uh, this one, they did a good job. and uh, And the paint job don't hurt, let me just say. We had a, um, you know, a couple of people send it over to us uh, within the uh, Slow Ride Podcast official fan experience zone, and the video that Trek released of all of the different um, bikes that they're using in the Icons uh, collection is what they're calling it. Uh, Matt Watts uh, brought it to our uh, attention. You know, they don't all have the climb lookup. Now, we personally know the individual that runs the Trek project one paint booth mm-hmm. and he, yep. he he listens to podcasts so micah you know listening to the show maybe needed a uh you know you need a really good idea at a meeting right he's sitting at the meeting and everyone's like hey what do you got this week oh whiz bang idea and everyone's really excited and then gets to micah and, he, and he's a little nervous and he's <laughs> like well you know 
What about Klein painted bikes? Mm. Klein seem really popular lately in my yeah. circles. You know, Micah absolutely crushing crushing it. He was definitely on Google um, Wave or Google uh, Circles uh, to get to get the pictures that we've put up there. And uh, so there you have it. I'm stoked about this. Um, I'm excited. Now they don't have the Gator Fade set up yet, but you know it's coming. So uh, pretty cool to see uh, Trek capitalizing on one of the. Uh, um, things that one of the identities that they do own and bringing back some of that uh yeah klein look so pretty cool to see it looks nice um we also had some other uh uh, uh shout outs on klein uh Derek gross in the uh facebook zone hits us up with a uh picture of a klein that was for sale and basically saying hey guys perfect plenty of time to build this bike up in time for shawamigan that's good i need something for shawamigan yeah so good yeah. stuff you guys I put, uh, Tim, I told you this, but Spencer, I haven't told you. I swapped out handlebars on the Klein this week, put some giant, huge, three miles wide, wrapping back cruiser bars on there so I could put the little baby seat on the front. And now I got a sweet uh, cruiser that still rips. (laughs) I'm kind of thinking about taking it, even with these giant upright cruiser bars to Buck Hill, just to... Just to troll everybody I pass, basically. <laughs> and have some fun. And you got to pass them before the single track so they can't pass you. Oh, that's my that's my main strategy at Buck Hill is to, like, just before you that little drop into the woods, just get in front of people and then just grab the brakes. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much going to be good. my plan. Now, um, the other uh, thing that, that little guy you and I were talking about today on the ride mm-hmm. is the state of American cycling based on the hundreds of riders we saw on the trails of minnesota today yeah um take it away well i have got to sum this up i can sum this up in that we saw two 7-11 jerseys in short really short little interval and at least one of them had a mercs which was yeah and sick. we saw the mercs hat on a mercs like yeah. a, a gentleman not wearing a helmet but with the the mercs hat that, that was looked great luck. i loved it but you're, you're you're downplaying the state the good state of yeah. american cycling is that 7-Eleven was all over. Yeah. But we did not see a single Discovery Channel or Radio Shack <laughs> kit out on the roads. Yeah. yeah or the, U.S. Postal. No, or U.S. Postal. That's, that's true. People are going back to the classic American teams. We got a lot of good waves. We saw some nice vintage bikes. Uh, I'm going to throw them under the bus. The only people really who didn't wave to us was a group of GP riders. So... Yes. Thanks um, for the love, GP. Yeah, GP did not wave. Everybody else was waving well, so GP's the local fast guy team, I guess. Yeah. Um, fast master. They probably couldn't see us. They were probably going too yeah. fast. Now, we we crushed it today, but I was also very excited to see the amount of 7-Eleven jerseys in such like, quick succession. Yeah, quick succession, yeah. Um, it, was, it was pretty cool to see. Um, Spencer, I saw on Strava now... I got to admit, you've been talking a lot about riding for Schwamigan, right? And you're doing a lot of Strava uploading, but it's all your bike commutes. However, you did have a uh, like 10-mile, was that a mountain bike ride that you did um, this weekend? Or uh, you just still on the road? Yeah, a little off-road, yeah. A little cross yeah. bike uh, on the paths. Mm. Oh, nice. dialing it in, thinking about your Schwamigan setup a little bit. You know, I got I got some we got some things, you know, drop bars, flat bars, wide tires, skinny tires. I don't know. There's a lot of things to figure out options, for Options. Options. Now, looking here on this podcast, we've we've talked about the tour, we've talked about Jura Rosa, we've talked about everything. The only thing we haven't even touched on, and we we're just gonna say it briefly, is 
Eurobike is going on right now, so there's lots of new like bike gadgets and whatnot. And we're going to be doing a whole breakdown of all the new goofiness that's oh, yeah. going to be happening. I mean, in depth. You're not going to want to miss. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, seven straight hours. <laughs> I mean, you can find all the info of the new things, the uh, of what's out there about Eurobike. It's the biggest trade show in the game, but. Uh, not this week on the Slow Ride Podcast, but uh, we, we hope to touch some of the uh, the new things that are uh, populating the bike world that are being announced this week in Germany. Mm-hmm. Maybe down tube shifters will come back. Now, uh, Spencer, do you have anything to add before we uh, wrap up the show? Uh, I don't think so. I'm looking over my notes, and uh, I feel like we've covered all the bases, Tim. Um, anything you have? Nope, I think we're looking good, so... Um... I'm not even going to ask little guy. Um, like my- oh, wait, let me get my notebook out. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of Klein Torque specs I want to talk about. <laughs> and with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the Slow Ride podcast. We'd also like to thank our sponsors, ShredScienceNutrition.com and Grimper Brothers Coffee. And you can go to there at bit.ly slash WAPBeans to find out more. We'd also like to thank all of the subscribers and those that have emailed in questions to us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the slow ride pod. And with that, I am Tim in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I am Matt still a flow chart, Alan. Uh, and this is Spencer in Boston, uh, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road even if it's George Hincappy and even if he's going full shack. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.